Hello and welcome back to the show, my beautiful audience. Hey, beautiful audience. <laughs> my beautiful audience. Oh my god, you're so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! You're so beautiful. Good audience. Go drunk, Cody and Lyle. You're home. <laughs> Totally beautiful, awesome audience. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Pop Talk. I'm your host, Cody McDonald, and Happy New Year, everybody. At the time of this hey, recording, it's, it's a little bit early in uh, the, the whole release of this episode. We're still, we're still recording. We're four months this. away. Yeah, we're okay. recor- recording this By the new- time you're listening to this, it'll be 2022. Yeah, it's right now it's still 2021. We're on the tail end of it, but... Uh, we are talking to you from the past. Whatever happens between now oh, and then, the we, we shall see. But, yeah. uh, wow, it's a really interesting little uh, uh, situation I have right you, now. You got a got, game for us tonight. I, I, well, I got, well, first of all, I got two fellas here that you might recognize. They're, they're from that, that one podcast. I think it's called... Um, we run the um, studio that allows your show to fucking exist. We are your bosses. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's yeah. called it's called Carbonation Conversation. <laughs> Ooh, I like the sound of that. Carbonation Conversation. Is it not too late to rebrand ourselves? Oh wait, no, 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 wait. It's called it's called uh, Soft Drink Babble. <laughs> soft Drink Socialization. Something like that. No, yeah. no, no, no. I got uh, my I got my co-hosts here. My bosses. My podcasting partner in crimes here for the very first time. Lyle Mead and Evan Groniger. My <laughs> <laughs> girlfriends are going to listen to this and be like, my girlfriend doesn't listen to any of this. What? <laughs> no. Veronica, no, no, no. you got to tune in no, Evan Mead and Lyle Groniger. Uh, how, hey. how, how you guys doing tonight? Oh, I'm great. I'm, and I'm, if I, I get drunk, great. well, I'm over there. You're my friend and I say, I, I think I'll have myself a beer. beer. <laughs> oh, my God. Party for three here. Yes, I love this it. Is a... Well, yeah, it's a new year, I guess, and uh, we're having a few drinks. And uh, <laughs> I, I love yeah. I love to talk to you guys about a certain subject here. Uh, I guess what do my, I talk to like us we about? Always do. Hey, I, hey, is it popular? Time. Is it talkative? Well, <laughs> is it popular? <laughs> a topic, huh? Like we always. It's do. a very particular subject, but um, tonight we are talking about. Comedy sketch shows. All right, uh, I can use a laugh. Yeah, so I think what we're gonna do here is a little bit of a drinking game. So the idea is that that I have a list in front of me that I haven't shown you two yet. Okay. It's about a dozen shows. Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, twelve. Twelve shows. And the idea is that I want you guys. I'll I'll pick and choose whoever goes first and whoever goes next. Just just name drop a show, yeah. a, a infamous comedy sketch show that you guys know. And if you get it right, you take a sip, and by the end of it, if you guys are completely stumped and can't think of any other ones, I'll bring them up, because I have some here that are definitely noteworthy. They're definitely some of the best ones that are out there that definitely need some recognition, and it's really good to kind of point them out. If you can't get them right, and you go like, oh, right, I forgot about that one, you gotta take double sip. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm putting you guys to the ringer. So wait, we, we don't know what you're talking about. We gotta drink more? 
Yes. Isn't that going well, to no, bite me in the ass I think later? you guys are probably going to know these. Don't okay. worry. Don't worry. These aren't, like, very uncommon. Like, okay. don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. They're the ones that are definitely ones that I've... Oh, I, I don't know if you've grown up with these ones or if you've seen them, so I'm kind of excited. But yeah, I'm okay. very... I'm, this is interesting, I'm for sure. I'm either very familiar or pretty familiar with a lot of these choices here. So, Evan... What do you got from me? What's a show? A sketch comedy show. show yeah. What's one that comes to mind? You can't Google. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Google. phones. Put, put your, your fucking phone put away. Put your phones away. Okay. Um, fucking zoomers. <laughs> a sketch zoom, show. Zoom, zoom, uh, This hour is 22 minutes. I don't have that one, but that is a good choice, actually. Oh, yeah. You know what? Um, For that, I'll be an asshole and take a sip. Okay. <laughs> we don't take a sip, right? Yeah. Well, what are ones that you like on that show? Um, Wait a minute. Actually, it's so funny, actually. Sorry to interrupt, but like today when I quoted to the uh, our little group, the Corona Avengers group, when I quoted that, that thing where I said, um, oh, do you know that they're developing a new video game? It's where you play a monster that destroys uh, tr- Toronto and Ontario. It's called the Doug Ford Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, that was actually a TikTok from that show. Oh yeah, yeah. From twenty two minutes, and that's it's hilarious. It's the same guy actually. I've seen a uh, a handful of ones, but I can't say that I've seen all of them to really like know like the shtick of the show. I've only well, seen snippets. But I'm I'm sorry, Cody, but I know the bare basics of this hour is twenty two minutes. It's all it's a lot of it is cultural and political satire in Canada, which is fine. I mean, that kind of like dives a little bit into like. Uh, like what's the, the talk show host shows like the Daily Report? Yeah, uh, yeah like, Trevor Noah, the, 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 like the, the Stephen the, Colbert Report. Yeah, yeah. But what's, what's our the, Canadian one again? The Rick name? Mercer. Rick Mercer, yes, Rick Mercer. Is Rick yeah, Mercer John even Stewart okay? Show, that's Canadian. Do you know what? I've always seen Rick Mercer as the Canadian Stephen Colbert. He is, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that many of 22 minutes, though, to really, like, know the shtick of it. I've only seen snippets. That's I, I've thing. never watched a show. Oh, you've never seen it? I've oh. heard of it. I don't watch it. Uh, what about, have either of you seen Royal Canadian Air Force? Yeah. Oh. It's the least funny show I've ever watched. I've heard it's not funny. It's boring. Yeah. And it's political, which is even worse. Okay. I cannot say that I've heard of okay. it. Um, <laughs> so, I guess it's my choice. Yeah, a lot. What, which one do you got? Uh, I'm quite versed on uh, some a lot of these sketch shows. So I feel like I'm going to get a little bit more than Evan, not to boast. But, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, uh, during the topic of Canadian sketch shows, how do you have... SCTV. Of course I have SCTV. Take a sip, boys. One of my favorite shows. Mm. You got Eugene Levy. Holy here, uh, Catherine O'Hara. Uh, yeah. John uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Flannery. Joe, Joe Flattery. Flattery. Yeah, that's the jackass. Yeah, or the, 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 the Floyd the Vampire. Uh, uh, John da- Candy. John Candy, of course. Yeah, uh, Dave Thomas. Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Well, that's where uh, Strange Brew came from. That's where Bob and Doug Bob McKenzie Bob and Doug McKenzie. From. God damn it. Yeah. Strange Brew. Have you seen Strange Brew? I have, yeah. That's a pretty... It's a pretty funny movie. Strange Brew is... Funky movie. Yeah, do you remember when... Uh, take it's, off, it's, do you remember when Rick Moranis and his co-star Strange... Doug McKenzie? Yeah, Doug, uh, uh, Dave Thomas. Dave, Dave Thomas, Thomas and they were Rick Brother Ma- Bear. They were moose. They or, were mooses. Wait, why are they, why is it goose and geese and not moose and meese? Because it was weird. That's why. Like, <laughs> that's just no, moose and moose. It's not even mooses. No, like, the, the, oh, no, it, in the movie Brother Bear. Also for Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin, yep. Harold Ramis for a time. Was he? Yeah, he was. What? Yeah, he was. He, he wasn't Canadian, but he worked Early, on the show. Early, I can yeah. imagine, right? Well, Maybe it's yeah. interesting because. 
he was very close with Ivan Reitman, who was Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Rick then, Mar- I guess Rick Moranis and, like, John Candy, like, they're all in that kind of, like, pack, you know. Dan Aykroyd. Bill Murray was probably so close, I mean, to being an SCTV, but he's American. Well, so. he shows well, up in another you, show we're going to talk a, about. Well, uh, it's, yes. like, it's like this. Yeah. There was this whole plethora of, like, comedians who grew up in Canada in the 70s and went to America in the 80s to get mm-hmm. careers. Do you know that my dad uh, would tell... My dad went to Carlton in the early 70s, and he told me stories about how he was friends with a guy who was best friends with Dan Aykroyd, and he he, he met Dan a couple times. Mm -hmm. He said Dan was always this lighthearted, funny guy who always lit up a room with his laughter. Yeah, Yeah. you know, it's funny. I I was in uh, TFS, and... uh, Karen Hazard, right? The, the not just Karen Hazard, uh, the late the late Karen Hazard and the late Rick Bennett. Oh, uh, Rick Bennett, John Candy's manager. Yes, he was running the, yeah. sh- the school at the time. But uh, Karen Hazard, we were having a discussion on Canadian content, and she was talking about like, everyone always says the greatest Canadian show of all time is like Corner Gas or something. But you know no. what it really is. And then I raised my hands like, "What do you think it is, Lyle?" I'm like, "SCTV." And she shook this... my hand, and we talked about it for a whole hour See, after the, the show where like. You know, you're allowed to have, like, TVs thrown out of a high-rise like, apartment building. What, what are some of your favorite skits? The one that I always remember, because, like, I watched it. I stumbled across it by accident just when it was showing on the reruns on the Comedy, Comedy Central. Central yeah, yeah, Comedy Central had a lot early in the morning, I remember, mm-hmm. at one portion when I was growing up. I've seen so many of them. But, like, I need to rewatch them, and hopefully they're, like, properly restored. Oh, my God, we forgot Martin Short. Martin Short's on that show. Oh, of course, too. yeah. Oh my Canadian God. Idol. Yeah. Martin we Short, we yeah. still got to watch this this holiday season. Have we watched the Santa Claus 3? Like, uh, yeah, you guys did, yeah. Well, I, hate, I hate that movie. And I love Martin Short, but I hate him in that movie. The plot doesn't happen until an hour into the movie. Stay on topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. So, the only sketch that I remembered from that show that made me laugh so hard is with John Candy. It was a play on The Incredible Hulk, but it was called The Incredible Bulk. And it was just... John Candy coming in the room, he's just, he has the, the, the green makeup and everything. <laughs> he's just like, he's like Chris Farley, I'm not kidding, in this scene. Where he's oh, yeah? just, in this sketch, where he's literally just smashing the room. He's trying to have like a, a doctor report with, uh, um, you just said her name, sorry. Uh, uh, Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin plays yeah. like the psychiatrist that's trying to explain to him what happened. Mm. He's saying like, oh, this happened to you because you ate a rotten olive. And he just remember, I just always remember John Candy going, rotten <laughs> and he like picks her up and it cuts to he picks her up and it, it cuts to a wide shot it's just him throwing a dummy up the window but it's supposed to be her oh and he's God. just smashing the room and it's just it's all crazy it's just John Candy completely acting like a Hulk I love, monster I, I love the one part he has I forget what it's called it's like Dr. Weird's House of 3D or something and he has like he has a plate of pancakes he's like hello hello would you like some pancakes? And he just pushes the pancakes in and out in front of the camera, and the music's like. Yeah. It's like something Tom Green would do. I don't know, but it's another Canadian legend. <laughs> it's, it feels like I've, I've seen that show, and it was like a different world, like a different time in my life. Like, And they mm-hmm. haven't been properly restored, which really pisses me off, because yeah, I would watch those. Yeah, they don't have the best quality, but yeah. like, it's, oh man, it's a classic Canadian show. So many talented people came from that. Absolutely. That's where they got their start, and I respect that show wholeheartedly. It's funny, I mentioned this movie once before on the podcast, I forget when, but like one of my first movies I ever watched was uh, Sesame Street 
presents Follow That Bird. Oh, yeah, John Candy's in and that. And oh, not right. only John Candy, almost the entire cast of SCTV oh, nice. is in this film. Like, Dave, Dave uh, Joe uh, Flannery. Joe Flaherty. Yeah. Joe Flaherty and Dave Thomas play the villains in this film. Yeah. Like, they're like the two crooks that kidnap why, Big Bird in this why movie. Can't, I watched Sesame Street when I was a kid. Why can't I remember Follow That Speaking Bird? Speaking of content. Oh, it's a movie, but... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, John, John Candy and actually funny enough Chevy Chase makes a cameo as well as a news oh, anchor wild. Yeah. yeah it's awesome you know, it's, there's so many cameos speaking of there. movies with those guys uh, and the, sorry starting up the only reason why I brought that up is because it was a Canadian production it was shot around yeah, like cool, Newmarket cool. in Ontario so it's probably I, I why got, the connection I got another Canadian movie yes. that's totally not for kids I want to talk about it someday it's called Heavy Metal Ah, that movie, John Candy plays. Like, I want to see it. I that, haven't seen no, it. you should borrow. Cody it. is. Uh, can we please watch? Heavy. It? I will watch it with like, you. Can, yes. can we I'll watch? Can we the, watch the Warriors and Heavy Metal? The three of Fuck. us. Watch, yes. The three, the three of us. <laughs> oh watch yes. War, Warriors and Heavy Metal. Can you, we please? You're on. Okay, but yeah, but that we movie. need to fulfill the, flaw, the the prophecy of Cody watching the Warriors. Yeah, John John Candy plays three different characters in that movie. He plays a, a crooked cop in this this one sequence that's almost like a Martin Scorsese movie but in the future and then he plays this one guy named den who gets transported to another dimension he's like a big muscular guy and he has to talk like a man he's like oh there's no way i'm gonna walk around this place with my dork hanging out i gotta cover up and he sees this naked woman he's like she had the most beautiful eyes <laughs> and then the third the, another story the final character he plays a robot a really horny robot and he sees this lady he's like oh, holy shit Oh, we should get married. Wow, we have great sex. It's amazing. You know? <laughs> um, and then she's like, can you take me back to Earth? Um, oh, we, we, we can't go back to Earth. The, the, the fucking spaceship's broken. Um, <laughs> you marry me. <laughs> yeah, okay, but I want a Jewish wedding. Jewish wow. <laughs> and and uh, Joe Flatterty's in the movie. Um... Uh, Harold Ramis is in the movie. He does like space cocaine. It's amazing. He's like, that guy's not gonna remember. Now, the trick of flying through space when you're high is that your perception's fucked, so you gotta kind of make up for it. <laughs> this is great. Nose dive. You gotta watch this movie, buddy. It's Wait, one of my, my mom introduced me to it. It's one of my favorite, like, guilty pleasures. But anyways, yeah, that's Did, another movie with SCTV. You know what movie I want to see that has an SCTV cast member? Um, uh, Canadian Bacon. Okay, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've yet. To, I've heard that there's this scene. I haven't seen it, but I have heard. My stepdad told me about it. He basically said that there's this scene where uh, the Canadian cop pulls over these like guy. Apparently, Michael Moore, the the documentary yeah, he filmmaker. That. That was of first all, movies. Michael Moore directed that. He did. Yeah. No way. I think it was, wasn't it one of John Candy's last movies? One maybe. I think it was. Yeah, yeah Wagons East too. So, yeah. so the whole idea is that like so there's a scene where. The heroes are like on a quest, and they're on a. They have like a truck covered in graffiti, and then a cop stops them and says, "Why is your graffiti in English and not French as well?" Because Canada is a bilingual country. <laughs> the whole idea is like there's like this tension between Canada and the U.S. It's kind of like you know, mm. yeah. Well, I could talk about SCTV all day, but we should roll along. I'll, I'll name drop one just before I take you guys. Okay, I'm guessing, but uh, do you guys know the Carol Burnett show? I heard of it. Vaguely. Yeah, like, this was actually groundbreaking for its time, actually. To even just have, like, a woman lead of a comedy sketch show from the 1960s. Can I say one more thing on SCTV? Just briefly. Oh, sure. You know, the, a good a good <laughs> spiritual successor to SCTV would be, like, Shit's Creek. 
Mm. A lot of the people from SCTV went oh, on to like, that show. Oh, what's his name? Eugene, Eugene Levy. Yeah, his yeah, son. And right? his son, yeah, yeah. Levy. And uh, Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. Martin Short appears, too. Ah. And I guarantee you, if John Candy was... If he was still with us, he would be on that show. Right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I don't man. doubt that for a second. Oh, man. For sure. I, I miss it. Well, man. the fact yeah, that Shit's Creek has oh, gone no, no. Emmys... I'm okay. The fact I'm not, sh- I'm not oh, too... it won record, broke records. I'm not, that's yeah. great for I'm Canadian... Not, I'm not so big on modern Canadian content. I'm looking at you, Kim's Convenience. Uh, you don't like Kim's Convenience? Show. I like that show. Kind of lame, it's but a little lame. Yo, but it's but okay. guys, it's fine. I get okay, giddy when okay. I go. I get giddy when I'm on the streetcar and I go down Queen Street. Oh, and yeah, I, me I, too. I pass the community store. I'm like, hey, it's, that's so close to our house. It is. Yeah. yeah. No, you yeah. know what? Um, where is our friend uh, Sean when we need him? Because Sean is John Stokes. Sean Stokes is like a big advocate for Canadian content. Mm-hmm. He actually was the guy who said, if Dune makes a shit ton of money, I want Denise to pump all that cash back into the Canadian film industry to basically. Create allow content. To wow, really? you just gave me like flashbacks to talk when you guys were talking about Canadian movies in that oh, podcast. Yeah, I like that wow, episode. Nice. Fuck, that okay. was like a year ago. Yeah, Cody, back to the Carol. Burnett yes, show. sorry, Carol. That Burnett was a year ago, exactly. Car- Carol Burnett oh. show was like a groundbreaking film or show. Sorry, that is <laughs> good. what a good movie. Car- the Carol the Burnett Carol show, the it's, movie. It's like the Truman Show, but not. I have been talking about films so much on this goddamn show that I can't <laughs> even get my fucking life straight. I just found out recently that there's more than life. Than movies, yeah, because you what did the, a Pink Floyd episode. I know. What are you talking about, I, I man? just recently found that out. Like, I'm like, oh, no, wait, man, television, yeah, music. Yeah, you're what? wasted. <laughs> All I do is watch movies. Okay, the Carol Burnett Show was a groundbreaking comedy sketch show from the 1960s. Yeah, and I've only seen it once. And the funny thing is, I remember my mom overhyping the show a lot when she was saying there was this one cast member on the show named uh, Tim uh, Tim Conaway. Yeah. Tim Conway. Tim Tim Conway. And there's AKA a, Barnacle Boy. And there's a yes. Yes, <laughs> actually, yeah. And there's a there's a, a famous sketch where he plays a dentist. And I forget the guy who's in the chair that's complaining about his tooth being sore, but Tim Conway plays this dentist that's so incompetent and it's his first day on the job that he keeps injecting the uh oh, what's this the stuff called that like freezes? Uh, Novocaine. Yeah, he injects that into his arm, which makes it all numb and weird, and he accidentally yeah. injects it into his, his, his leg. Classic. And the, and the guy trying to, like, stay in character, it's like a Saturday Night Live thing where you're like, he's trying, he's trying not to break because he's smiling and he's trying to hold it in. Apparently, this cast member, I'm forgetting his name, couldn't go through a sketch with Tim, Tim Conway because Tim Conway was just... Made him laugh so much. Literally was out to make him laugh in every single yeah. sketch. And it is... I've seen it for the very first time last year. And it's the only actually sketch that I've actually seen from the show and I wish I've seen more. I think everything is available on Prime Video. So definitely check it out. I definitely don't want to leave it out because it is a, it is a, a okay. very noteworthy uh, one. That's, that's good. Don't want to say... I can't really say much about it and I wish I could actually. But okay. at the time growing up, where my mom was actually mentioning that the show was okay. and hilarious, it just wasn't available. There was no DVD sales. There was nothing. So. Okay, that's a, that's a good shout out, uh, Evan. It's your turn to pick a show. We gotta keep going. <laughs> See, I feel like the odd man out in this episode because I'm not well versed in comedy sketches. Although, like, yeah, I know at least a handful. I know I do know at least a handful. Osmosis. Name yeah. something. Name something. Name something. Um, Come on. This might not be. Forgive me if this isn't. Shut alcohol down your okay. throat. No, no. <laughs> uh, this may oh, not be. Com- this may not count as comedy sketch. Uh, Mork and Mindy. That's a sitcom. That's more sitcom. Yeah, yeah. that's a sitcom. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm so sorry. Okay, I'll, I'll name drop no, no, one no, no, before no, I pass no, it. Let me give it. Let me see if I can come up with some. 
sketch uh, sketch comedy uh, SNL. There, we, there go. we go. I was waiting for you to say. Well, that before one. we get into it, I just have to say one thing. I thought that would be too obvious. Before we get into it, guys, guys, before we get into it, I just have to say one thing, and that is, live from New York, it's Saturday night. <laughs> okay, why don't we start off with the juggernaut? God damn, a little bit early. This is gonna be. This is gonna take forever to get through. Okay. Well, we're talking about 50, hey, 60 years of well, time. What's your favorite era? Oh, that's a good okay. question. I have two. When I was in high school, I love. I had a friend, and he got me really into it. He showed me the greatest Celebrity Jeopardy skits. Where yeah. Al yes. Trebek is Al Trebek is Wolf. Uh, Will Ferrell is Al Trebek. Nor, nor, nor McDonald plays Burt Reynolds, and um, I forget his name. He's, he was a cast member for a while in the early 2000s. He played Sean Connery. Who's yeah. Sean Connery? That's what I'm remember. trying to remember his name. Da- I think it's Daryl Hannon. Suck on it, Trebek. Suck on it, Trebek. Suck it long and suck it hard. Hey, Trebek, I have a fancy joke to tell you. What's the difference between you and a mallet with a cold? One's a sick duck. I forget how the joke ends, but your mother's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> may yeah. the legend, may the legendary Sean Connery rest in peace. I, 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 I love, I love how when like like Someone's Sean Connery dead. be like, all right, I looks, because uh, they're playing Jeopardy, right? He's like, I'll take the rapist for eight hundred. Mm. That's yeah. that's therapists. <laughs> like he always like mixed up the words on the yeah. category. Man, uh, my favorite areas on the show. There's two of them I really admire. Uh, the first one. Definitely gotta be the '90s era with like you got like yeah. the the basically the Happy Madison crew before they got shitty. Uh, not so much the Happy Madison crew. Like aside from Rob Schneider, you had like David Spade, you had Adam Sandler, you had Chris Rock, Mike Myers, Mike Mike Myers. Rest Chris, in peace, Chris Farley. I want to talk about Chris Farley for a while, but we'll get to that later. Um, and then you had like you're gonna talk about that certain oh and Phil Hartman and uh, oh, Julia Stewart. Why are there so many? Tr- you keep raising your glass. There's so many tragic characters on Saturday Night Live because uh, people. Die. I mean, yeah. there's, there's no other way around it. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah, but yeah. Oh, Chris, 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 well, Chris Rock. Those guys. Chris Rock as well. I mentioned him. Yeah. Well, Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah Mike Myers. Uh, Julie Sweeney. Uh, Molly Shannon as well. Molly Shannon. Uh, well, Molly Shannon was late two thousands, kind of in the Will Ferrell. She like... wasn't late two thousands. Oh no, no, sorry. Late nineties. Late nineties. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Because um, I, I think Mike Myers was one of the last oh, people to leave and, the um, cast of the nineties. Why am I forgetting his name? The guy who played Garth in Wayne's World. Oh, Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and then, yeah, those are all, like, classics. They have the height of their careers, like, just starting out, being brash, being raunch, being crazy. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, I actually really love the earliest set, like, the Not Yet Ready for Prime Time, like, the 70s ones. My mom had all the box sets with, like, Dan Aykroyd. Chevy Chase. Gilda Radner. Chevy Chase. <laughs> Um, John, do you know who was the very? Do you know who was the very first person to host Saturday Night Live? Who the late, the late great George Carlin. George Carlin, that's right. I am raising my glass all the way up. George Carlin, the George, the funniest George Carlin, the funniest man who ever lived. I remember a joke he said in the first episode. You know, I've been really getting into oxymorons lately. You know, like jumbo shrimp, jumbo shrimp, military intelligence. You know what I mean? You know, Landshark? It's like, Landshark. Landshark. They want to ban the toy guns! They want to keep the fucking real ones! Candygram. Yeah. <laughs> Candygram. Oh, and John, John Belushi. Oh, my God. Another great. Jane oh. Curtin. Lorraine, Lorraine Newman. Uh, Garrett Morris. You gotta shout him out, yeah. too. Uh, yeah, all those people were great. Oh, and Bill Steve, Murray came in, too. Steve Martin joined he, when? He was a host. He was a host? Okay. He, always, he hosted all the time. Same with Buck Henry, the guy yeah. who wrote The Graduate. 
Yeah, I, I watched. I had all a lot of the collections, like uh, the big compendiums. Kind of long to sit through. Not every one was great, but the music guests that because of those compendiums, I am like the biggest fan of Devo because they were so weird on SNL. They came on with like the the Boogie Boys. We could almost do a whole podcast. We could about talk musical of... guests on. Holy shit! Fucking SNL in general, we could do an episode on. Yeah, but, um, it's this, it's this is it's, a it's it's so big of a juggernaut. It's it's just it's. But here's the thing, and this can honestly this can honestly be said about most of the shows we're going to be name dropping tonight is that. Sketch comedy definitely has its place, and I'm a huge fan. It's comfort food, just very broadly. I love watching just very situ- situational, situ- like si- si- situational the, the bits and pieces, the situational like places that you find where it's very like centered and it's one set. But you find that like with a lot of sketches, it's there's a lot miss. of it's very hit and miss. Yeah, very very. It's, it's kind of like miss. Family Guy. It's like I don't want to watch a full episode. I want to watch the parts I like. Yeah, I want to have like I want to have a trail mix collection of all the things I like. I want I want Matt Foley, motivational speaker. You know what? You're gonna be live smoking doobies on a van jump out of the river. You know that kind of thing. Like when you're just, watching like Dave, David Spade on the couch, trying up, not Christina to break Applegate and that's, that's the hallmark of Saturday Night Live is trying to watch people not to break character. Yeah. When you're seeing them just trying to crack up. It's the best part because really that, that's the highlight of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd say I echo as well. 90s because I had the best of like Adam Sandler, best of Dana Carvey, oh, Mike Myers. Hanukkah. Like, oh my God, there's so many fucking sketches. I love. But here's the amazing thing, Lyle, and I don't know if you know about this. Okay. But okay. Like you said, I had the box sets as well, like, or even like the individual DVDs. That yeah, were, the collection. Yeah, yeah, where it's the best of things. But those are, there's a lot more sketches. And the problem is, is that, I don't know if you experienced this in the 2000s, but, in the, I guess in the uh, late 2010s, but, like, you try to watch these sketches online on, like, NBC.com, sorry, yeah. you're not available in this in this country. Yeah, I hate that. NBC is incredibly, like... They're stingy. They are incredibly litigious with SNL and content. Here, and here's the thing that I just noticed recently, yeah. because, you know, like, last year I had nothing to do because quarantine, I discovered... Almost everything is now on the Saturday Night Live YouTube channel. Shit that you've never seen before. Yeah, yeah, wow. sketches. And and I made a giant playlist on YouTube. I said I haven't seen this sketch. I haven't seen this sketch from like the nineties, the eighties, and I just watched literally. The 80s aren't so good I watched things. five days worth of sketches, and it was like finding like a treasure chest, like a lost sunken treasure of like, wow, I haven't seen any of this stuff before, and it's all these people I love, mm-hmm. all these sketches that weren't available on the DVDs growing up. Yeah, and I think they, I think I know why that they released it regionally because of one thing. <clears throat> I'm forgetting the term. Fuck. <laughs> oh, what a what an excellent point sorry, you made, sorry, Cody. Sorry, Great sorry, point. Sorry, drinks. Sorry, but what's the thing called where you try to like hide your region and you try to uh, like Nord region? VPN. Oh, region VPN. Huh? VPN. VPN. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yes, because oh. people now have a VPN. Thank you. That can sorry. hack that. Yeah. They can hack that. Yeah, they can bypass that. It's it doesn't matter hacking. where you live. This is a simple thing. Well, it's now that you can sort of hide the fact that you live in a certain region. They're probably like, mm-hmm. ah, fuck it. Now just make everything you know available to everyone. Yeah. I know, like, SNL's had such a history, and, like, I remember, like, even some of their movies are pretty, well, oh man, a couple of them are pretty sweet, like Blues Brothers and Wayne's World. Blues is... Brothers and Wayne's World succeeded while, 
fuck. Night at the Roxbury, Superstar, Superstar. all failed. No. Ah, ah, MacGruber, oh, yes. I, I, I saw that recently. MacGruber is fucking hilarious. So, Stupid as fuck. Right? Speaking of so John Belushi. John Belushi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm always down. What are your thoughts on Animal House? I mean, I don't know if it's related. That's to not, No, it's not. It's a John Landis movie, but that was his like big starring role. Yeah, it was, like it was a starring role. Yeah. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? The Germans. The Germans. Hey, hey he's, he's on a roll. He's on a roll. Shut up. <laughs> that's my dad's. That's my dad's all-time favorite comedy. I love Animal House too. Yeah. No, the the, the issue I have with Animal House is that it's a good movie. It's just that. I'm not really sh- the story. I know what the story is. It's just mm. that there's tons of characters to keep track of. I need to watch it again to understand what's going on. Okay, yeah. Here's yeah. one sketch that'll always be funny, no matter what. I mean, you can say what you want about modern day Saturday Night Live, where it's a bit mm. like not as it's it's too calculated. It's too like HD, and it just doesn't feel right. Something about it just doesn't feel right. But mm-hmm. we can update. Well, always we can update. Have a place. legendary. Yeah. And I wanted to do a toast and an impression. To Norm Macdonald, yes. Canadian Norm Macdonald, fucking idol. May he rest in peace. And I'm about to do a tribute. One of my favorite jokes that he did as the Weekend Update host, as an impression of him as well. You ready? All right, here we go. Cheers. So it was during the OJ trial. You ready? Judge Ida was interviewed today by a local interviewer in Los Angeles. He was asked by the mayor if it was appropriate enough to have an impartial judge being away from the trial, and Ida shot back. I don't know, but how appropriate is it to kill your ex-wife? And I love how he just stares into the camera after every single joke that he makes on Week to Update. It's like he stares at it going like, I know this is bad and I know this is funny, but like... I'm yeah. smiling because I know I got you all. But, but the, That's the genius behind Norm Macdonald. You know what I hate? Man, speaking <laughs> of Norm Macdonald, you ever look at the Rolling Stones? Like, they rank every single cast member of SNL. He's at the very bottom. Like, just... Just above Robert Downey Jr., who what? was on it, who it was. Are you on saying SNL. Kevin Nealon? Yeah, Jim Brewer Jim is better Brewer. than Norm Macdonald. What? I no. don't fucking know no. why. No, no, no. Because no. he, because people thought he was wrong. They thought he was like, oh, he's just he's getting a what rise out of people. What? What's the guy that's like? He's gonna. He, he was in Good Burger. He's gonna coast on like. Oh, Kel Tom, uh, uh, Keenan. Keenan Thompson. Thompson? Yes. Okay. Keenan yeah. Thompson's better than Norm Macdonald. Who did Keenan Thompson play in Good Burger? He was the he was the big guy. The sad guy. He wasn't the annoying guy. He was like oh, the don't worry. Guy. I'll be talking about Good Burger in another show that oh, we'll be talking about on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah we'll I, I don't know. Like it's just like because he got fired from the show. Eventually, yeah. he got fired, and then they brought him back as host. He's like, well, I guess they thought I was unfunny, but I guess their standards have just fell this low, hasn't it? Do you know what? It's fu- sad. Do you know what? Don't look at that list. Do you know it what sketch? Do you know what sketch is not funny anymore because it's so quoted and overrated and kind of overrated actually. Funny enough. Which one? The cowbell. Oh yeah. With uh, Christopher Walken. Walken. It's just. I got a cowbell. The only prescription. Do you remember when the funniest part is Jimmy Fallon trying not to break character playing the drummer? He always no, does. He's that. biting down on his fucking drumsticks like you're just being so selfish. Do you, do you remember Cody? Do you remember? <laughs> okay, not just straight too far from the topic, but yeah, yeah. Do you remember in the John Favreau? I know we like to shit on the Disney live action remakes, but do you remember John Favreau's Jungle Book where 
uh, Christopher Walken plays King Louis, the orangutan. Yes. And he's like, he has a cowbell. I'm like, I see what you did there, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a very obvious reference. Uh, the thing with Saturday Night Live is... That hey, could... there's Evan being the Disney expert who covered Mulan with Cody on this show. Oh, yeah, Coming it's, back. To... It's fine. You're passionate. It's totally fine. No. The thing with Saturday Night Live is, it, it you know, it's too big of a juggernaut to really break down. It almost deserves an entire podcast just to break down. But it's literally the pinnacle definition of a, of a sketch comedy show where there's a lot of hits, but a lot of misses. So... There's a, there's a few that I'm actually curious because you're also not, I, you're not as a big Nickelodeon fan as I was growing up with like, you know, the, the kid shows, but I'm curious to know if there were two shows that you watched growing up. Uh, hit Did, me with them. And I'm going to talk to them about them simultaneously because they actually coincide okay. quite nicely actually. And I'm kind of curious about you too, Lyle. But yes. I'm curious if you guys watched as a All kid. All that. All that and the Amanda show. Yes. No. I watched both of them. You haven't seen any sketches? No. Oh, I'm so sorry. We're, yeah. we're going to get some topics. Trust me. Okay, all that. I've only actually seen the worst part of the show. <laughs> Where, like, Lisa Foles, Jamie Spears, like Britney Spears' sister, oh. Jack DeSena, the guy that w- later on played the voice of Soko, Soka in The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender. There's some sketches that are kind of funny and cheeky, but it, it's really just like the joke is that these kids are just yelling, and that's it's the joke. It's very loud. It's very loud and over-exaggerated. But Amanda Bynes, I actually find the Amanda show better than all that. It is, yeah. It is way better. That's where Josh Josh Peck and Drake Bell came from. Mm-hmm. If you guys are a fan of Josh, uh, Drake, Drake and Josh, and Josh yeah. Drake and Josh, Drake and Josh, that's where they came from. That's nice. right. And there's one part, maybe you'll relate to this, uh, Lyle, but do you remember that scene in Big Fat Liar? We're like, um, <laughs> yeah, he perks up because you, you, you love this movie. Um, where Amanda Bynes just says, like, I want you to take uh, Marty Wolf and snap him like a twig and tweeze. I want you to turn him into mincemeat and I don't even know what mincemeat is. During that whole scene, I'm like, uh, easy, Amanda, you're not on your show. Stop it. Because <laughs> that's exact. That, that was just her rambling. And that's exactly how she acts like on her show. Yeah. She's very charismatic for like an 11, 12 year old at the time oh, that they yeah. made the show. Like, she was, she, was, she, had a lot she was like, she would have been like 13, 14. But the thing is, so more to the point, shows. what the hell happened to Amanda? I had, I what I the, what the hell too. happened? What oh, the I had hell? a crush on her too. <laughs> what the hell happened? Well, hey, hey, anybody, like our generation, it was Hillary Duff and Amanda Vines. Oh, uh, I take like, like, Amanda. And, and, oh, the threefold? Lindsay Lohan. Oh. oh. All three of them. Mean, I girl, mean them. Girls. I confession to a Teenage Drama. Freaky Friday. Yeah. Freaky Friday. The remake of Freaky Friday. Yeah. I'm old. I think you're like your... the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> but because, guys, guys, yeah, there's, one, there's one sketch from the Amanda show that I had to bring up to you guys that I think you'll get a fucking kick out of it because it is hysterical as a concept, as a premise. Yeah. Do you guys remember, or do you remember, a uh, while? do you remember Blockbuster? No, I don't so so the whole the whole concept was that it's a it's a blockbuster like video store mm-hmm. where Amanda Bynes and like Drake Bell and like I forget who plays the father they all play Dan like Schneider. just they may, I don't know if it was Dan Schneider it was some yeah. some cast member I forget who yeah, it was I, I think like Dan, Dan Schneider was actually the creator of the show yeah I don't like him. Um, he uh, they all the all these three of them play like these foreign this foreign family that owns this video store and the whole premise of it is that people come in complaining like I, I, I rented this movie I asked for Stuart Little right <laughs> and it's like no 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 you didn't ask for Stuart Little you just asked for Stuart Lit- Lipple <laughs> 
And then they'll, they'll be like, what? No, play this movie. And they'll play it on the TV. You know how it, like there's always a TV that's above mm-hmm. high in video stores? They play it, and it's them, the foreign family, making really crude and amateur <laughs> reenactments of the movie. Okay. And people go, that wasn't the movie that I rented. So, oh, so it's like Be Kind or I was just going to bring that up! It's like Be Kind or but it, it's hilarious as a premise that this this family is trying to like like just play it off so friendly, but they're really like the most brilliant scam artists. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They have a video store where every single video on the fucking so shelf it's like is something wine. made by them, but like it's, it's just it's just so bad. It's all one flat take. They just okay. put a tripod and they're just like, hey, wait, wait, you said they're European. Are they Swedish? No, I don't get it. They got Connery one. Every time they remade a movie, I've they only seen the movie once. They, they say, ago. oh, we're gonna Swede that movie. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Maybe people who know them are we will get that job. Okay. Or there's Penelope, the biggest fan of Amanda. Amanda, please. Remember that? Not really. I, I'm I, the biggest fan of Amanda. I love Amanda. AmandaBynes.com, why, why does she sound like Eminem? <laughs> well, she she had this like weird talking way because she's socially awkward. It was played by Amanda not Bynes, the too. Not, not the Amanda Bynes. There's some really, there's some really great sketches. They're very up. cheeky and funny. I, I wish I remember because I did watch this a lot. The Dare, remember the Dare Show? No, I don't remember these sketches. I just or the girls' room. The girls' room. Remember that one? Mm. No, I don't remember. There's one well. girl. In I the liked girls room. it, but I don't remember. These high school it's weird. kids. These high school kids that uh, girls that are in the girls' room, and there's a one girl named Debbie. She was just like she was clearly like trying to play like a stone character but even though it's a kid show she's clearly playing like a dumb high character that was like i like eggs <laughs> oh my I, okay that sounds familiar okay so. my favorite expression is this <gasps> <laughs> like just dumb shit like that okay i'm sorry to take okay so i like i don't mean to sound like a cynical bastard but yeah sometimes it's funny to see cody rant and especially when it comes to the works of one Seth MacFarlane. You want to talk about sketches? You think I know where I'm going with this? What do you guys think of Seth MacFarlane's cartoon cavalcade? Okay, I want to. I want to. Can I please hold on to that era? Yes, sure. Because internet sketch comedy sort Wait, of internet? sort of ruined television. How is the internet if it got its own DVD release? Hang on, well, it can. Whatever. Sure. I mean, sales. Whatever. Um, I want to save that for last because things like funny, funnier die and. Whatever you just said. What's the full title? Seth MacFarlane's Cartoon Cavalcade. Kind of ruined the televisionized form of comedy sketch comedies. But I want to save that to last. Because there's, okay, okay. there's one show that I want to save that was sort of like the end of that era. But well, I, want, I still want to talk about more. All that. Do you guys remember all that? I thought we were just like talking about all that's that. where Good Burger came from. Oh. I thought we were just talking about all that. Oh, I know, but I did all that. <laughs> no, you <laughs> didn't so say funny. all that you had to say about all that. Welcome there? to Good Burger, home of the Good yeah, Burger. Yeah, Can yeah, I take yeah, your order? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, that's so funny. That deserves a movie. Oh, oh my god. I don't get it. They're <laughs> trying don't to be like Saturday much. Night Live, you know. But again, it, it, it was too loud and too extravagant. I mean, it had its place, but yeah, it was okay. I loved it when I was a kid, but I barely remember it. I just remember it's like the more times I watched it because it had Amanda on it, and then she left the show and she wasn't on it anymore. I didn't recognize it. The more times I watched it, I was like, I don't recognize anyone anymore. It was juvenile. Mm. But, but, but Amanda's show worked in a juvenile way where. And Matt, like, all that was really like it was kind of like the kid version of Saturday Night Live. I would say so, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Speaking of juvenile, Mad TV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> Stuart, gotta take a sip now. Stuart, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I've never, uh, 
Now, Stuart, I know we have My- Michael McDonald. Is that his name? Yeah, Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. You have Will Sasso. Will Sasso. You have. Uh, uh, oh my God, what's her name? She oh, played. we'll get to them eventually because no, they wanted to. No, no, no. I'm thinking of uh, the lady who played Shigo and Kim Possible, Nicole Sullivan. That's right. Nicole Sullivan. Well, she's actually on the Amanda Show. Oh, she is that. She's on the yeah, too. yeah. She's oh, on the Amanda Show. Man, yeah. I love her voice. Oh, she's hilarious. It gives me a boner. <laughs> <laughs> her voice gives me a boner. I'm sorry. Oh, man. What, what were some sketches you remember from that show? Um, uh, Mad TV. Yeah. Oh, there's Stuart, obviously. I loved every single sketch with him. Just this little, just this little boy played by a man. <laughs> I don't want to say, excuse me. Yeah, I'm the I love the way when he breaks, like he he sounds like very threatening at the end of his sentences. <laughs> I love it. Michael McDonald was the guy in the first, uh, well, I guess famously in the first Austin Powers movie, where like he's almost gonna get no! run over by the steamroller, and it's like twenty feet away in this wide shot. He's Isn't Halloween about. Kills, eh? Is he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. I, I did. <laughs> All I remember is that you and I were going to go see it, and... Um, and Michael gave me a free ticket. Yeah, no, because I canceled because... Um, I thought you didn't want to see it, because you don't like the, the woman who is now my girlfriend invited me out on a first date. And, oh, there you go. Oh, I remember a cast member, because it's a very funny reoccurring character. Do you remember Bobby Lee? Comedian Bobby Lee? He's he played... The, he's the Asian guy. He he's played Fargo, right? Ah, uh, the show, the show? Su- no, the movie. It's like, you're super lady, and I'm so lonely. Oh, the guy that sat next to her, yeah. and she was uncomfortable? Yeah, the guy who hit on her. I yeah. can't remember if that was him or not. I think that was Bobby. Maybe. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, do yeah. you guys remember, he's the Asian uh, comedian that, he played the blind kung fu master. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ha ha ha, this evil villain, like, who will stop my power? Then his whole quote, his introduction is, It is I, the blind kung fu master. And the whole joke, it's like the, the Mr. Magoo, like he's blind and he like, you know, mis- mistaken something for something else because he's blind. Uh. Oh, oh, do you remember, okay, Will Sasso, I know he's made, he's, he's famous. He's, a, he's in really shitty movies. He's, a, he's, he's, he's a famous Viner when Vine was a thing. Twerk! Okay, yeah. uh, also, to, to the Zoomers, Vine is TikTok, but just a few years early. Yeah. <laughs> Vine. He played uh, he played Kenny Rogers like the singer Kenny Rogers, but it was Jackass. Like, hi, I'm Kenny Rogers, and this is Jackass. Not to be drunk. <laughs> At first, I'm like Kenny Ro- Kenny Rogers singer. <laughs> Don't you mean Kenny Loggins? Like, way to the danger zone. Wasn't oh, there oh, a hey, gummy sketch? It, it wouldn't be a pop talk if I mentioned that they did a very funny sketch parodying Lost. Very funny, and only fans can understand it. But only whatever. fans. Only fans. <laughs> only. <laughs> We've had too much. Get 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 naked and then you'll understand. <laughs> Nicole Sullivan. <laughs> Sign up, please. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt TV was almost like if, if you watch like all that in the Amanda Show. Uh, Matt TV is almost like a nice step up from that because where it feels very like teen oriented, like that was the demographic that it was going for. Like it's very juvenile. Like, do you remember, there was, there was also the, the alternate ending to Wizard of Oz, where, like, Glenda comes and says, oh, Dorothy, you had the, the, the way of going home this whole time, and Dorothy breaks character and is like, what the fuck, you bitch? You should have <laughs> told me right when I arrived. What the fuck? But then you and, wouldn't have been able to go on the adventure that changed and, your character. Exactly. But then the, the, the Tin Man was like, calm down, Dorothy, we'll, we're going to go home. And she's, he's like, shut up, you homo. <laughs> wow. Oh. And the funny thing is, is that when, like, Dorothy's beating up, uh, 
Glenda, in a state of panic, the Tin Man goes, there's no place like home, no place like home. He taps his heels, and he wakes up, and he, he wakes up in a dream in a sepia-toned reality, and he's next to this other Tin Man boy, like, oh, hey, honey, did you have a bad dream? I'm like, yes, I did. I, I just had a terrible dream. You weren't in my dream. And, you and know then, but, but then he goes, he goes, oh, it's okay, honey. Do you want me to use the oil can on you? <laughs> and he pours it on his crotch, and then oh this, my God. this steam comes out of his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, my Tim. God. No, sorry, so Do you know that the production, the produ- as revolutionary a film as The Wizard of Oz was, do you know that despite its, you know, critical acclaim, the production was such a shit show, the... Little people actors who played the Munchkins got underpaid horribly, like to the point where it's a human rights violation. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. The actor who played the Tin Man was allergic to his the paint that made his makeup. Yeah, yeah, and he apparently it caused him like really like skin burning rashes. It was horrible. Yeah, I know. It was it was a miracle that that movie turned out as cherished and as classic as it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you do you remember Mad TV at all, Evan? Or I'm really I sorry. I, I okay. I my only member of Mad TV was through The Simpsons with that that one episode, the the B plot of Team Homer, like two bad neighbors, like no, not Team Homer. Sorry, why the hell did I say two bad neighbors? Are you talking about the uh, Homer Simpson versus the City of New York? No, I'm, that's Mad. That's magazine. where that's where Bart goes to Mad Magazine. That's Mad Magazine. Magazine. That's Mag- connected, right? The magazine and the show. Mad Magazine and Mad TV would have yeah. been the, like the same company, but the thing is, okay. okay. Do you remember? I actually never put two and two together. My, ex- I didn't do that my exposure to Mad was with uh, uh, down with homework, and Bart starts a riot, and that causes the whole Springfield that's Elementary the Mad School magazine reference. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then Skinner goes on this bizarre rant, rant where it's like, oh. It was because Skinner, Skinner served in Nam, and it's like apparently one of his comrades. Oh, oh, anyways, yeah, I always felt like Mad TV was like the aggressive version of SNL. It's like every joke was just either loud or violent or like just unnerving. <laughs> like that's what, that's what they went for. Yeah, and also two cast members that were on this show. Jordan Peele and Keenan Ivory Key. Oh, Keenan Peele! Right. I wonder if they would go on to do anything else. <laughs> uh, I wonder. Can I, I, I go? Yes, one. go, 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 go. go Kids go. in the hall? Kids in the hall. Day Foley. Yeah, your doppelganger, Cody. My doppelganger. <laughs> Get a picture of you next to Dave Foley. I, do you remember, when we, do you remember Lyle when we watched Sky High with the Corona Avengers and Dave Foley was... Yeah, Dave Foley was... Because I didn't watch this show that much until I was much older. Like, oh, I watched really it recent, actually. My favorite skit was always... Uh, well, it's a Canadian show. You got Kevin McDonald, you got Dave Foley, Bruce McCullough, uh, Sky Thomas... Sky Thomas, yeah. Thomas, god damn, I'm good. Hey. Uh, Kevin... Oh, no, I think I said his name already. Uh, oh, okay, 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 okay. He's on Superstore. I forget his name. Kevin McLeary? Kevin Mc... I'm not sure on the cast. Uh, I don't remember. The two... I got, I'll go quickly. The two sketches that I remember from Kids in the Hall that really, really hit me hard was... Uh, I think I'll get a kick out of this one. The the guy that comes into the, the music shop... And he's like, I'm looking for, like, the Doors. He's like, oh, the Doors. You call yourself a Doors fan? This is how you get into the Doors. And the clerk is, like, telling you how you're supposed to get into the Doors. 
You're supposed to like start <laughs> off with this. You like Tepesh mode? Tepesh mode sucks. <laughs> they do. Like, <laughs> oh, my buddy Troy will definitely uh, flack uh, you on that. Mark McKinney, that's his name. Mark I miss McKinney, Mark okay. McKinney. And the other sketch was this guy gets hired by his boss at this like at this bar. I was like, all right, you got the job. Why don't we celebrate and we'll have a drink? And the guy's like, oh, I, I don't really drink that much. He's like, okay, no, it's fine. Just order this this one. Uh, I forget the term that he said, but he's like, order this chick drink, as they call it. You know, it's it's very light. Oh, and he gets addicted to chick drinks. He yes. gets he gets addicted. Girly drinks. He becomes an alcoholic off of chick drinks, and he. Later on, he gets fired from that job. Oh, it was so dark. Yeah. It's so, it takes such a dark turn by the end where he's on the street just, like, begging for change just to get one, like, you know, light drink. It's so funny. Okay, there's three bits I remember. Yeah. One, it's like the death of rock music. Like, Bruce McCall's like this angst. Yeah, I'm a rock star. That's what I want to do in my life. I'm living in my garage. I don't give a crap. And then Dave Foley, who's the devil, he's just dressed like a regular guy. He's like... Actually, Bruce McCullough, this is why rock music has been on the decline lately. As socio-economical things have risen, children and the youth have often felt less oppressed and less meaningless. You're just stuck in a rut, but once you get a job and have kids, you're going to be just fine, bucko. Oh, man. Is that, that, why, is called, is that why Is that why Bucko was your nickname for me for a lot for a couple of years when we... No. no. I, I, I kind of just paraphrased all that, so I'm not 100%. Okay, Second right. favorite part... Um, was uh, Dave Foley, it's like, his businessman hired an arsonist to mm. work in his office. And he's like, he, Scott Thomas just comes in, he's like, uh, Mr. Do you have a minute? He's like, oh, what do you want? I'm, I'm busy, get someone else to do it. He's like, Dave Foley's like the worst manager ever. It's like, oh, we have to talk about uh, the French Canadian girl. She's, a, she's an arsonist, she burnt, she burnt down the other building down the street. Oh, why is she doing that? And then she comes in. It's like Bruce McCullough, who looks, who always dresses. He always does like the female role, and he's remarkable that everyone dresses like like they do like female parts too. But he does it really well. It's like uh, I, I, I'm not that bad. I'm just a French. <laughs> she sets things on on fire, and he's like, "We gotta fire her." Oh, you fire an arsonist. How do you do it? You're fired. I, I hate you. Oh, now she hates me. <laughs> and the best part is is that Scott Thomas literally at the end of this is like, you're pathetic. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like yeah, I feel like you could imitate Dave Foley in that sketch, Cody. I swear send that to one to me. Send that one to me. Yeah, I will send it to you. But then, my to. my all time favorite sketch. This one's a classic. Is uh, yeah. I'm crushing your head. He's like the yuppie killer. He's just some weirdo. Uh, oh, Mark Mark I've, McKinney. I've heard that like quoted, but I haven't seen what it's based. Okay, on. Mark McKinney. Just like he goes around like Wall Street. I guess it's supposed to be Wall Street. It's clearly Toronto. But he's just like he puts his fingers up to his eyes and he's like, eh, yuppie scum, silly businessman. I'm a crush in your head. And he's just like, and then the camera goes into his perspective, and he's just like pressing against people in the like who's far away. Mm. And some people, so, in every sketch, it's always like a guy comes up to us like. What are you doing? Ah! And he runs away. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. That was a funny bit. Kids in the Hall is pretty good. Have you seen the movie Brain Candy? No, I haven't even heard of it. Kids in the Hall, much like Monty Python, they made a comedy uh, called uh, Brain Candy, and it's set in Toronto. It's 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 not it's not bad. I was almost tempted to cover it in our underrated movies. I like it. It's it's just a quaint little kids in the hall movie. Unfortunately, Dave Foley wasn't in it very much because his contract was like he 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 was working on um, Spin City, that show with Phil Hartman. Yeah, 
And he was working on that. Or was oh, it? Spin City. Or was that shit. news radio? Oh, wait, no. No, sorry, sorry. The one with Joe Rogan and Phil Hartman. Phil and, Hartman uh, uh, Andy Dick. That was, yes, news radio. Andy Dick. Okay, news, what? news radio. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, fuck, Andy. Fuck, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Spin yeah. City was with uh, uh, news, Marty news. McFly. You're right. Oh, Marty yeah. McFly. Michael J. Michael Fox. Michael J. Fox. I didn't forget his name. But, but wait, uh, was Phil Hartman in Spin Doctors? Or? No. Spin Doctors? <laughs> princes. Princes who adore you. If just you, go ahead now. If, if you, you want, want to call me drunk, drunk just, just go, go ahead right now. now. <laughs> this man says he okay. wants to buy yeah. you rockets. Whoa. Just go ahead you now. Take one of my beers. <laughs> is, is this, <laughs> I gotta get you a mug. Please, please, no, go go get me a, go fetch me another, uh... Holy fuck. I'm fuck. Um, anyway, yeah, 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 but uh, Michael Dick Fox was in Spin City and Dave Foley was in News Radio. I'm sorry, everybody. New, so that's why the yeah. movie Brain Candy, he's not in it very much because the cast of Kids in the Hall were kind of better at him for oh, like yeah. moving on into this. Career. It is a Canadian show, right? Kids in the Hall? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Okay, because I haven't, again, I didn't know it's something embarrassing. On the TV guide growing up, I always read it too fast and thought it said Kids in the Hall when really it was King of the Hill. <laughs> It's fucking embarrassing. I, I don't even. I don't know what to say to that. That's embarrassing. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I'm embarrassed. Whatever. I have okay. stupid stories. Whatever. Okay, Maybe so. I just like I missed out on it. That's it was, kids whatever. in the hall for me. Um, I've seen a few, but I wish I watched more. Yeah. No, I watched a lot as a kid. It was. It was pretty. Do you guys funny. know Mr. Show? No. Familiar. Can we go back before we move on? Yeah. Sorry. Um, you're talking about kids in the hall. Uh. They, this may sound like a completely random thought, but I've always wondered what it would be like to, you know, create like a little dub of uh, an animated movie that, you know, some, uh, anim- like a voice. Yeah, I was, I always wondered what it would be like to dub, to dub like, yeah. you know, a classic, you know, voice. What, that what are you somebody, doing? So the point is. Since Cody looks like Dave Foley, I wonder if like we could dub a scene. No, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Hear, me out hear me out. I wonder. Cody, if... you should dub Dave Foley. You no, should no, no. dub Listen. a bug's life. <laughs> I was just getting you mind reader crazy. Uh, what a colony and for grass bugs everywhere. For oppressed bugs everywhere. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine if like? Bugs. Can you imagine if Cody, you and I dub a scene from a bug's life where like, um, I. I am Hopper, played by beep, but and then, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like, like let this be a lesson. No, like oh let this be a lesson to all you ants. Ideas are very dangerous things. You are mindless, soil-shoving losers. Put on this earth to serve us. And then Flick goes, "You're wrong, Hopper. Ants are not meant to serve grasshoppers." I've seen these ants do great things, and year after year, you gotta do the voice. How the they, fuck did we get on a they bug's somehow, life? They somehow <laughs> managed, they fully, they somehow managed to pick food for themselves the and life. you. So, so who's the weaker species? Ants don't serve grasshoppers. It's you who need us. The, the, the moral of the story is ants are nice, grasshoppers are dicks. No, no, no. Remember? No, here's the other moral. No, here's the other moral. Oh, I gotta believe there's some place out there that's better than this. Otherwise, I'm just gonna open a large position and weep. The whole system. Woody Allen. The whole system. Am I doing Woody Allen? The whole system. The whole uh, system just makes me. What are you getting at? The whole system just makes me feel. Evan, we gotta move on. Insignificant. Okay, we gotta. You can quote movies. Mr. Show. 
Here's your show. Do you guys, do you guys know Bob no. Odenkirk? No. Bob Odenkirk? Oh, uh, yeah. Durr. You know who Bob yes. Odenkirk is? Yeah. He was on the I better Stiller. call Saul! He was yeah. on the Ben Stiller show with Janine Garofalo do, and uh, do you know, David Cross. Well, David Cross and Bob Odenkirk, that's <laughs> their show. They work together a lot. Yeah. Yes. Bob, Mr. Show is a kind of a gem. And yeah. I remember Michael and I were talking about this recently where he ah. said that the show was kind of ahead of its time where <laughs> it takes a little bit of like a... a not a... I don't know if progressive is like the right word, but like it, it's it's a very um, it's a, it's a sketch comedy show where actually like it bleeds very nicely into the next show, into the next sketch. If I should, if I'm oh, so it's like a transition work. Yeah, like the transitioning is very fluent, and it's actually like it's seamless. Like it's not just like fade to black or applauding and then go to the next one. Whatever. The next one, like yeah. it's actually, I think, another certain show. So it's kind of like Slacker. Oh, I haven't seen Slacker. You love Richard Linklater and you've never seen Slack. Uh, I love Days and Confused. That's his first movie. I've never heard of it. I don't, I don't, I don't it. love all the movies that he's well, I don't. I, I hate <laughs> Slacker, but I'm surprised you've never seen it. I will watch it eventually. Hey, there's a growing it's watch like, list it's like, that it's I like have. It's like 22 Sorry. short films about Springfield. You know, one bit leads to the next, to the next, to the next. That's Wait, are you saying Are you saying that Days and Confused... Wait, are you saying that Days and Confused is the... High school equivalent of twenty two short films. No, oh, Evan, you're not listening to me. I said slacker. Sorry, slacker. Days right. confused. Days so, confused. But sorry, like, sorry. Mr. Show. What there's, the there's a lot going on. Uh, there's tangent. There's there's one sh- sketch that I'll talk about for Mr. Show. I don't want to waste your time with like all the sketches, but there's one sketch that is hysterical. Okay. Okay. So it's the st- you have to type it in. It's the story of Everest. Okay. okay, so it's a guy that comes back from apparently climbing Mount Everest, and he wants to tell his whole family about or his parents about the experience that he had climbing Mount Everest. And as he's trying to tell the story, he's standing up and he's trying to be all like you know, you know, uh, theatrical about it and try to talk about it. He trips behind this little dining cart that's behind him, and he knocks over two shelves behind him on the wall and it not and it falls to the ground and he falls to the ground and at first they all laugh about it, like ah that's so funny so then they they pick everything up and you know everything's fixed and everything's fine okay now continue to tell your story about the mount everest and he's like all right and then he trips over it again and knocks it over again and they're like okay you know one time is funny the second time is not really that funny he's like i'm sorry i just can't like you think you just move the dining yeah. cart and then you wouldn't run into the situation but then like a neighbor comes in and he wants to hear the whole story about everest but also the parents think it's so funny that he knocked over the fucking shelves yeah. and the whole time like this guy knocks over this shelf so many times in this sketch and it's so funny looking he's a really good physical comedian whoever the actor played and then all of a sudden Hollywood calls him and says we want to adapt your story on you climbing Mount Everest into a movie and he goes to the premiere, premiere of the movie, and on screen, it, it's him trying to tell the story, but the highlight of the movie is him tripping over the dining cart and knocking over the fucking shelves, and the whole audience laughs their ass off, and outside the theater, it, it literally has like a poster or a banner that says, the story of the story of Mount Everest, a laugh-out-loud riot. <laughs> and this guy has like no will to live that he tries to kill himself, and his hands, his hands get run over by a fucking... Like car because he tripped over that as well. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's the only sketch I wanted to bring up. But it, it's okay. it's it's an underrated little gem. It's an underrated little gem. Okay. okay. So I have something I want to talk about. Sure. Okay. And now for something completely different. It's 
Monty Python's Flying Circus! Oh, here we go, baby, okay. The Argument Clinic. This is an argument. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. I paid you for the argument. No, you didn't. Yes, you did. Yeah. No, this isn't an argument. This is a contradiction. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. (laughs) You sued me a dead parrot. (laughs) This is an ex-parrot. Oh, then we better replace it then. Spam, 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 spam. Do you have anything on this menu that doesn't serve spam? Spam, 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 spam. Oh my god, we're gonna be here for hours quoting Mighty Python. Mighty Python is fucking hilarious. I am Arthur, king of the. This is no sketch. I am Arthur, king of the Britons. That's the movie. There is not a sketch where I'm not laughing or chuckling. Which is funny because British humor is. Very dry, but mm. they make it work. Well, because they throw everything at the fucking yeah, wall, yeah. dude. Like they don't even What's care. that? What's that show with the guy that played Drop Dead Fred? The young ones. Oh, I remember that show. Oh my god, Lyle! It's like fucking British nonsense. It's just loud, crazy, fucking. Just it's it's. Yeah. I've seen ske- uh, I, bits of this show. It's just so. I crazy. mean, no hyperbole. <laughs> I think this is the best sketch show of all time. Yeah, no, I the best I comedy trip. Wait, of all are time. we? Can we go back to Monty Python before we get into? We're talking about Monty. We are. They are the best. Okay. We're talking about Monty Python. Can we go back to talking about Monty Python? Sorry, <laughs> I've had That's a, not an argument. This is a quote, contradiction. To, to quote Lady <laughs> no, Gaga. To quote Lady Gaga. <laughs> to quote Lady Gaga. Right, I've had say. a little bit too much. Uh, uh, uh. All right, and calm down now. This is far too silly. We must move on. Move on. Oh, get on with it. Have my excuse me for my silly walk. Oh, the silly walks. The silly walks is a my scary. favorite sketch. Is such a. It's not even the most classic sketch. You remember the cheese shop? Oh, of course. The do, che- you any, do you have any uh, Gouda? No. Do you have any Langja? No. No. Cheddar? No. Mozzarella? No. Swiss? No. He just he names Evan. He name, he goes into a cheese shop and names. Every single cheese and known to mankind. Like, at the very end, he's like, he's like, all right, we'll just reenact it. Like, do you? Oh. Let me ask you, do you have any cheese in the shop at all? Uh, yes. Now I'm going to ask you that question once more, and if you say no, then I'm going to shoot you directly in the face. Now, do you have any cheese at all? No. <laughs> what a senseless wow. waste of human life. <laughs> he puts on a cowboy hat. It's like it's not much of a cheese shop now, is it? Remember in the middle of the sketch, it just cuts to a Viking saying, "Anyway." And then the guy goes, who said that? Like, the sketch just cuts to something else. Oh, what about this? I didn't expect that. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Now we're bringing it, like, we we all know. We all know this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you remember how to defend yourself against fruit? John Cleese is hosting like or he's like the he's like the coach of this like training class for how to defend yourself against wa- against fruit. All right, now you come at me with this banana. Come on, come on, yeah. come on. He goes ah. He runs at him, shoots him right in the head. He goes, <laughs> he goes there. That's how you defend yourself against a banana. He failed. Well, wait, well, shouldn't we defend ourselves against a gun? Shut up. <laughs> now I'm gonna turn around. You guys come at me with uh, oranges or whatever it was. He goes. Now the first thing you do against to defend yourself against oranges is to release the tiger, and literally it's just a stuffed tiger on a on a on a dolly, getting like going towards them, and you're just hearing them off camera getting mauled, and it's just it's a it's just, oh, it's so cheap. It's so funny. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. okay. I work all night and I sleep all day. <laughs> what about the one where like the guy Mr. Williams goes to the 
doctor and he's fucking stabbed and oh yes <laughs> i actually in my um i was in a special needs class and for one of our like drama projects we actually reenacted that scene oh nice he's like bleeding out and he needs medical care and uh that's all i remember about it but yeah quick yeah. little quick little question oh wait sorry go ahead go ahead hey, remember the yeah. olympics like the silly olympics oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they just go oh i almost made it well i guess not <laughs> Or something like that. I don't know how it goes. It was just Alright, now it's time for the deaf people doing their running, the uh, the long, or what is it, the, the 100 meter dash. Ready? And. <laughs> and they all just don't move because they can't hear the they fucking gunshot. <laughs> Holy shit. Who's your favorite member of the, the whole crew? Oh, uh, that's an easy question. Mine, mine's John Cleese. John Cleese, yeah. So deadpan, excellent delivery, excellent voice. I just love. I could hear him for hours. <sighs> that's I, tough. I think. Graham Chapman, rest in peace. I just think you his, like him the most. His freakouts are so funny. I don't know. I always saw him as like the straight man, which is ironic because he was the, the. But the funny he, thing is, when he plays the straight gay. man, they they completely flip it around. Like there's that one. Remember that one sketch where like John Cleese is like trying to come on to J- Graham Chapman during like the job interview, yeah. and then almost like he's clearly being like uncomfortable about it. Graham Chapman, and at the end he's like John Cleese is, like. Oh, you know what? I think I was just gonna. The whole reason why I've been acting so creepily is just because I've been wanting to ask you on a date. And then Graham Chapman looks in the camera, and goes, "He asked me. He asked me." And then it just cuts <laughs> to them like frolicking through the flowers. <laughs> like he's the straight man, and then they completely wait, flip wait, it around, wait, and he's like, "Oh, uh, something." Crazy. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, sign him off, sign him off. Nudge, wink, wink. Eric Idle, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's there was a speck of dirt on my fork. Oh! Oh, so so sorry. There's, oh, no, don't worry. It's just respect. Oh, but to me, it's the biggest eyesore of the world. Where's the dishwasher? How dare you ruin the reputation of our restaurant with your terrible cleaning? Blah, I didn't tell him about the dirty plate. <laughs> There's so many good ones. I'm surprised Graham Chapman's your favorite. I don't hear that too Well, no, often. no, no. It's usually the like, point. No, 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 sorry. But also Michael Sorry, Pal- Michael Palin is also I think I think the dynamic between Michael Palin and John Cleese click really well in their sketches. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's probably why I'm a fan of the underrated gem, A Fish Called Wanda. Is it? You know it's weird. I tried watching that movie. And I didn't really get it. Uh, you need to watch it again. I should watch it again. I should say Kevin Klein deserved it. the Academy Award that he got because Kevin Klein. That is one of the Otto is one of the funniest fucking characters on in cinematic history. Yeah, I got to the point where he had sex with Jamie Lee Curtis, and I'm like, yeah, all right, all right. he's he's hysterical. He makes Homer Simpson look like a genius. I'm not kidding. He's so stupid, but so <laughs> funny. It's amazing. It's it's a it's. I don't know how he portrayed that character. But anyways, um, uh, what's your favorite movie of the bunch? Probably Life of Brian. Yeah. Yeah, close second would be honestly the Holy Grail. Very close second. I just think that there's so much, there's so many memorable parts and quotable parts in uh, Life of Brian. I'm a I'm a weirdo. My favorite is Meaning of Life. The Meaning of Life is fine. I, I, I actually thought you were just... gonna go with it. it the funny thing is about because I I actually don't like Life of Brian. No, not really. A lot of people don't actually. I don't know. I think it's because the both. That and uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, they both have really unsatisfying endings. I like it. Hey, Eric Idle wrote that song in 15 minutes. Did you know that? I know. It was just Always like, oh, Brian. look on the bright side of life. He wrote that in 15 minutes. He did. That's uh, true. He was the songwriter of the group. I like Eric Idle's songwriting. Yeah. Just genius, yeah. 
Terry Gilliam was kind of like the one that was more of the artistic director. He was the only type. American in the group. Yeah? He was the only American in the group. And then he moved oh. to Britain and then he got a citizenship. But he was the only American in the group. Oh, wow. And like he didn't do very much on screen. He was kind of just like, eh, I was in a line or something like that. Yeah. Welcome to the middle of the film. But he was the animator. He always did all the crazy animations. He did the main titles. And that, that was a good niche for him. I think that made him stand out amongst the others. Sure, yeah. It's like Eric was a songwriter. John Cleese was the deadpan delivery man. Uh, Michael Palin, what would you say his gimmick was? He's he? kind of he was kind of like the he was kind of the gentleman. The gentleman, yeah, he yeah. was the nice guy. He yeah. was the nice guy. Graham, he, Graham Chapman was the actor, the guy who always delivered yeah. the, the, the Terry the, Jones character. was more Terry the Jones was the loud one. Yeah, and then he he's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Do I have a big nose, mummy? Stop <laughs> thinking about sex. Is this too big? Is this too small? Goodness gracious! <laughs> I think that was it, right? That was the whole crew? The six of them? Yeah, there's only yeah. six of them, actually. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Mighty Python is just laugh out loud, stomach hurting, ear- tears in your eyes, hysterical comedy. Yes, absolutely. It's classic. I would not disagree with that. We almost uh, should have ended it with that one, but... I'm so glad my mom got me into that. There are three... Yeah. Now, moving Good on. Good job, Wiles' mom. Mm, sure is the boy. Absolutely. Cheers to her. Absolutely. Here's to her. Now... There are three shows that work very well together in terms of its three... There's three shows that I love to talk about. Like, there's, you know, there's one I know we're going to talk about. All right, let's, we're going to talk about the African-American sketch comedies. My favorite. My absolute favorite. A living color. You can do what you want to do. This is a fucking gem. And the problem is... It is so dated and problematic today that it's just, it, it pains me. If you're a fan of cancel culture, oh boy, get your hands Stay on, get your hands on the DVD, get your hands on the DVD collection of In Living Color and you will just be offended. <laughs> I love it though. But it's I fucking hilarious. I, I don't care. It's hilarious. It, it's the Waynes Brothers. It's Keenan Ivory Waynes created the show with all of his family members like uh, Damon Waynes. Uh, Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans came a little bit later. Um, Kim Wayans, his sister. You got Jim Carrey yes, getting his role. start as James Carrey, actually. Oh. James Carrey, yes. Because James... Yeah. Kim Wayans. Guy... Or not Kim kid, Wayans, sorry. Kid uh, from Newmarket. Isn't that insane? Uh, Jody uh, LaForge, was he on that show? Chris, Crystal DeKira, De sorry? The guy the guy who played Jordy in Star Trek, was he on it? Jordy... Yeah, the guy with the, the visor on his face. Well, there's Damon Wayne. Oh, the guy from Reading Rainbow. Uh, LeVar Burton? LeVar Burton. I don't think so. Okay, yeah, I think it's... Uh, I'm being dumb again. In Living Color. Krista Keeman was also another cast member. Uh, David Allen Greer. You know, I Kelly think Caulfield. I'm thinking of. Kelly Caulfield. And I think that was it. Oh, God. Like Evan. You want to see a hilarious sketch? Okay. You like Jim Carrey, obviously, right? David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer, yes. God, so, dumb. David, uh, sorry, Jim Carrey plays a fire marshal named Fire Marshal Bill. Oh, Jamie Foxx was on the show, too. Jamie Foxx came wait, later wait. on. He played Wanda, his famous sketch Wanda, where he plays like a girl, a woman with like really horrible looking, like a lip job. It's, it's so funny. Sorry, Jim Carrey has Fire Marshal Bill. His teeth know. are exposed. His face is completely burnt. And he's like, let me show you some fire okay. hazards. Let me show you something. 
<laughs> so he goes on to tell you like little cautionary things that you need to like t- look out for in your house about like causing a, like to look out for causing a fire, and he causes the fire. Yeah, like, that's wow. a joke. Like he just does release on. He blows up himself. He like it's so over the top. It's so like hilarious. Um, Damon Wayne's has. A lot of eccentric characters on the show. There's Homie the Clown. Homie the Clown. Homie the Clown. The best he, part of the he show. Play, he plays a guy who's on probation. So that's where that Simpsons episode got its name. Homie don't play that. He, mm. he plays a guy who's on probation that plans to be a, a clown to impress kids. And he's all the kids, a, all the the kids are just played by the cast members. They're all adults. Yeah. He's completely cynical and miserable. He's like, oh, let me guess. You just want me to act like a clown and make you amused, huh? And he whacks you in the head with a sock filled with socks and goes, I don't think so. Homie, don't play that. (laughs) He's just a complete asshole to everybody. It's hilarious. Yeah, he's just angry. (laughs) Anton Jackson, the homeless guy. Like, my name is Anton Jackson. He carries around a jar of his piss with a piece (laughs) of shit throw floating in it. Uh, Oh, you remember the critics? He's like, yeah, we saw the movie. Oh, oh, yes, yes. So you're a fan of Siskel and Ebert. So you want to see the gay version of Siskel and Ebert? The gay black version. The gay black version. (laughs) We saw the movie. Hello, I'm Anton Merriweather, and I'm Blake Edwards. Or, not Blake Edwards, sorry. I don't know. I'm, I'm Blake... Blaine Edwards and I'm Antoine Merriweather. Welcome to Net on Film. We're going to be talking about movies today. So first movie we're going to talk about is like uh, Total Recall. Oh God, you know that Schwarzenegger is so great. <laughs> Net our next movie is Little Women. Hated it. it. Their quote was hated it. So anytime they talk about a movie that's like centered around women, they always go hated it. <laughs> and oh, was, that was the joke. I missed oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That exact, like they're like because I saw it when I was a kid. The first movie we're gonna talk about today is Black Widow, starring Teresa Wesser, Teresa Russell, and Deborah Winger. Hated it. They did. They did. They did a lot of varieties, like you know, men on books, men on sports, men on vacation, <laughs> like men on television, oh, anything cool. centered around them. And then the worst thing that they ever did on the show. One of the stage lights falls on one of the characters and knocks them out, and the one wakes up straight. He goes, hey, what are you doing? Why are you wearing all these funny clothes? He's like, what are you talking about, Blaine? Like, what? No, what? Like, he wakes up straight. It's so fucking bad, but funny. I can't help not to laugh. Oh, my God. It's so problematic, but, like, Yeah. I don't know. I get a soft spot over it. No, it's think I think also what it is is that like you sort of laugh at the notion that like, wow, this was a 20th century Fox television show. Wow. Yeah, they got away with This was a primetime television show that they got away with so much shit. It's so funny. Can't forget the musical numbers too. The Fly Girls. The Fly Girls. You want to know where Rosie Perez and your favorite, Lyle, J-Lo. You want to see some women dance around to some nice hip-hop music? DJed by SW1 himself, Sean Waynes. Y'all know from the White Chicks and Scary Movie Movies. Yeah. Or at least the first two, I think. Yeah. It's or, him, yeah, DJing, two, yeah. him DJing to some old-school hip-hop while these ladies are dancing. Like, th- those segues, because it goes sketch, fly girls dance, sketch, fly girls dance. It's just... Early '90s in its finest, pretty much. If you ever want to borrow it, I have all three, the first three seasons on DVD. Oh, cool! We should watch that. We yeah, should watch them. They're funny fucking sketches. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good. I think that's my second favorite sketch show, just behind Monty Python, just because it always pushed the envelope. So it much. really pushed it, but 
you always go with the excuses that, well, you know what? It is, you know, a bunch of black people. They're making fun of the culture. So it's like, mm-hmm. you can't really fault them for that. They're exaggerating stereotypes yeah. and all this stuff. Like, it's it, 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 it's almost like if you're making fun of yourself, yeah, it felt how can of, you be offended? It felt pretty real, you know, who, who, who can be offended if someone's making fun of themselves yeah. kind of thing? You know, like, it's, oh, yeah. it's genuine. And it felt like a family. There was very, yeah. You know what? That may be my favorite. Your favorite, right? Yeah, uh, I'm still in Monty Python, but I'd say that's a very good show. What are what are the, what's the next show you want to talk the about? The next show, taking it forward. So we go from the '90s to the early 2000s with Chappelle Show. Ah, Chappelle Show, Chappelle Mr. Show, Mr. Chappelle, Chappelle guy who guy who Netflix hates one day and then embraces another. Mm. Yeah, he's dare very Chappelle. like well, oh how dare he speak his mind and be freedom of speech Jesus. like. I mean, I don't agree with some of the stuff that he says, but I'm not going to cancel him over it. Well, you know, like, no, here's the, the, the reason why, like, I will always have respect for Dave Chappelle is because after George Floyd, may he rest in peace, got murdered by that cop, J- James, uh, Dave Chappelle, l- like, a week after, threw together, like, an impromptu comedy sketch yeah. in, like, a, some cornfield in the middle of the country. In a pandemic, he said, you, you can come, but you have to wear masks, you can't you know, have a fever. Yeah. He can't show any COVID symptoms. And he's like, this man kneel on a man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Can you imagine that? Like, yeah, it's like, Dave oh, no, Ch- his, his I always respect Dave Chappelle. Oh no, his standup is very good. It's, yeah, you know, it's very excellent like, comedian. it's of its time too, the standup, but the yeah. Chappelle show was I'm sorry. Know, by the way, I've never shown. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm a little yet. drunk, but oh, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. I'm I'm sorry if I was a little too on the nose with the lisp aspect, but yeah. well, he doesn't have that much of a lisp. But he it's doesn't. Fine. Yeah, sorry. Well, yeah. Like, but anyway, sorry. Um, so Chappelle show was you know this was around the time where it only lasted only two and a half seasons, but Bare, a, barely a third season. Oh, I'd man, say two pushed, seasons. It pushed so many buttons. Now this was around the time where Bush was in office, uh-huh. and of course he really wanted to go to town with like the political, you know, just the, the world, the Iraq War, the world that like I mean, if you want to case in point look up black bush like if president bush was black it's one of the funniest things you'll ever see in your life <laughs> and this was, like a, this was like this was like how many years before obama was this it, it, no it, it's it's fucking hilarious actually yeah there's so many classic ones like again going you know, i just talked about anton jackson from england color he plays another homeless guy a crack guy and this guy what's his name again the guy he has like crack all over his lips <laughs> he's like he's like cocaine's a hell of a drug like, uh, he sounds like Towley. No, but he's like, he's just like, okay, he, he drinks Red Balls. It gives me legs. It's cocaine in a can, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I never watched the show. So oh, okay. Say, yeah. uh, there's also Eddie Murphy's brother, Charlie Murphy. May him rest in peace. Oh, he passed away? He, yeah. He, By the way. He went on to talk about this story about... According he, to... Oh, sorry to interrupt, but yep. on Eddie Murphy. According to what I've heard from the amazing atheist apparently he did whiteface at one point which are we are we talking well, about well on saturday night live he went intentionally as whiteface just to uh, see how other white people would react oh uh, yeah well speaking of british dave Chappelle, dave Chappelle going whiteface is the hilarious thing because he talks <laughs> he talks very mannered and very like over the top like a white person and it's <laughs> it's like it's fine it's like dave Chappelle going whiteface i mean i don't care at all it's hilarious it's so funny <laughs> but no sorry uh Charlie Murphy telling the story on how he met Rick James, like oh, super yeah. freak Rick James. Yeah, yeah, the musician. And just how like 
so high he was mm. during the times he met him three encounters where he pissed him off so much and like the whole famous like uh, uh, phrase I'm Rick James bitch <laughs> like it's so funny I, I, I can't do it justice describing it but it's really funny um, now the funny thing is what made Dave Chappelle quit his show was that he was about to do a third season because like the second season was so critically acclaimed like people loved it mm-hmm. DVD sales ate up everywhere like people love Chappelle show right at the time mm-hmm. he wanted to do a third season and this guy walked away from 55 million dollars and like literally like a, went to Africa like disappeared even mm-hmm. like vanished off the face of the earth because huh. he wanted to step away from the show because of one sketch that he did that he felt like he went a little too far with embracing the stereotype and the whole premise was it was the pixie sketch. Oh. I might have to show you it, but it's basically the whole idea is that, like, say it's like a, a Mexican guy, like a Mexican guy saying, uh, like, he's getting his car redone and all that. And the guy's like, all right, here's your keys. The car's redone. Do you want me to throw any, any extra stuff in? And the guy goes, no, 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 it's okay. And he goes, no, no, hey, I threw in these, like, leopard skin seat covers in there. And then, like... It's almost like a shoulder angel where it's like they pop up and it's Dave Chappelle going, yeah, man, it's fucking leopard. Go for it. Yeah, man. Like no, embracing the stereotype. The Dave, Dave Chappelle's on like a plane and he's like, oh, what are the meals for on the plane? Oh, so we have the chicken and the fried, or sorry, we have the <laughs> fish and the fried chicken. And then the pixie pops up going, yeah, man, go for the fried chicken. Oh you know, like just embrace the, embrace the stereotype. The, the stereotype. And he's like, I went too far. I quit the show. Just for that? Just for that? That doesn't even sound that bad. And what's interesting what's, what's interesting is that the is that Charlie Murphy and another cast member named Danielle Rawlings, they were kind of ho- kinda of hosting the show while Dave Chappelle was just like absent from it, just to show some of these sketches that they shot. And they wanted to ask the studio audience, what did you think of these sketches? And all of them were like, Yeah, it was funny, but like you know, that's the whole point of this whole show is that we're just trying... Like, basically, in a nutshell, they're all just saying that, like, it's just fuck political correctness. Like, this is all comedy. Well, that's always been a shtick, yeah. yeah. It's all comedy. Like, you know, it's like you're not supposed to be offended by it, really. It's just, it's you know, like, it's it's all fun and games, really. It's not trying to, like, educate you. It's not trying to lecture you. It's not trying to push an agenda. It's all about just, like, can we just all laugh mm-hmm. at this obscurity yeah. that, like, society can build itself around mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I quite like Dave Chappelle. I like this Sticks and Stones special. I was like, oh my god. We have to watch like half baked together sometime. <laughs> we need to order a we big need to do pizza. That. The thing is, drink beer. Okay, Neil, you know what we're going to do? Dave, Dave Chappelle and Neil Next Brennan. boys night. Yeah. We're watching half baked and I'm going to order from uh, the, the Pizza Hut next to us. Well, if we do it at, our, at the Android Dungeon, we're ordering from either Two for One or Regino's. Two for One's better. Sounds good. This funny thing is, Two for One's more economical. That's a party movie. Dave yeah. Chappelle and Neil Brennan wrote Half Bake, and they're the two creators of Chappelle Show. I believe it, yeah. Like, Neil Brennan, he pops up here and there in the show, just playing, like, the generic white guy mm-hmm. that gets, like, the shaft of the whole situation. Chappelle Show, that might be runner-up. That's just so fucking funny. Yeah. Nice. And then, we're going all the way to the 2010s, another decade later. This is a show that Veronica introduced me to. Key and Peel. Key and Peel. I haven't watched much of Key Definitely a lot more safer. Not really safer, but definitely more accessible to get into. There's no I, laugh track. There's have, no like studio audience. It's very like... Oh, cool. Have you and V seen 
Keanu. Yes. Did you so watch it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, it, it, it kind of feels like a live action version of like their exaggeration. I, I can tell you that these two are just so good at exaggerating everything. <laughs> like, have you seen Keanu Lyle? No. I feel like really good. Lyle isn't a big cat guy, but. No, I hate cats. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think you hate cats. You just had a bad experience with my mom's kitten. Wait, I hate cats, but I think Catwoman is like, oh yeah. They they embrace some. <laughs> Sorry, funny, I'm freaking weird. They, they embrace a lot of like you know because they're both biracial and they both kind of like play really well at playing like either a black person or some just you know normal person whatever like they just kind of go back and forth whatever. I like, but the uh, the one sketch that I think you will get a kick out of Lyle is one where. Uh, Jordan Peele is getting confronted by his wife about not clearing his internet history oh, on like the shit. type of porn that I've he watches, and he's like sweating. Like it's oh the so... meme with the sweat. Yeah, the meme with the sweat of just like sweat rolling down his face of just like you know like I didn't clear my history. I uh, I know two jokes from the show. First yeah. joke I know because it became a meme. It's the one where like I don't know it's some political thing. He's like say hey everybody hi nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hey guys, how's it going? He's like walking down a list of people, and he reacts to them differently each time he passes. Oh, yep. And yep, someone yep. did a thing where it's like when a director meets every member of the crew, and it's like he just like bumps into each one. Oh, and like, should, oh yeah. yeah uh, one more, yep. last one is the the one where like they go into a class and be like. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna teach men. We're gonna teach you how to eat pussy correctly because you've been fucking it up all these yeah, decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take a piece of practice. Take a piece of practice. Take a piece of practice. All right. <laughs> Take a now, piece of practice. What you want to do? <laughs> you want to? You want to say the alphabet inside of pussy? A, B, C, D. And they start moaning. You keep that letter up. D. Z Z Z Z. <laughs> Yo, what was that? Uh, what's that song? Okay, I, I, it's like this, like half hip hop song where it's like, that's a Sam where it's Kinnison like, joke. Yo, what was? I don't know if this is a comedy sketch, but I've seen this performed live in like concert venues where it's like, face down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? No, no, <laughs> no fucking idea. Hey, hey, the, the most famous like internet, the most famous sketch that's been shared a lot is the sub substitute teacher sketch where key plays a substitute teacher comes in he's like all right we're, we're gonna do a roll call of attendance d nice is d nice here and the girl goes uh don't you mean denise oh okay are you really gonna be talking to me like that nonsense name denise no say your name d nice okay next one balake is balake here today uh my name's blake uh, uh, are you are you kidding me you're gonna mess around with me today? Blake. <laughs> Your name is Balake. Like he just he pronounces the names as they're red. It just he just goes like phonetically, yeah. Yeah. Uh Jaquale. Uh don't you mean Jacqueline? Uh, son of a bitch! <laughs> son of a bitch! Oh, it's pretty funny. I can't say I watch this show much, but yeah, some bits are like I, I like how far it goes. You're right. It's not. It's not edgy humor, but it's just like it's exaggerated humor. It very exaggerated. Like there's there's the majority of it. I was so I was you know what I saw it at uh, BMV. The whole series was on DVD for forty bucks. I'm like fuck it. Why not? It's worth it. You know. <laughs> and that's where I'll say that televisionized sketch comedy ended. Because as you said before, uh, Evan. That Seth MacFarlane animated show. Oh, God. And oh. stuff like, you know, Robot Chicken 
and funnier dog. Well, no, no, well, Seth, Seth Green. You got the, your Seths mixed up there, Cody. Seth Green. Well, I know, I know, but I'm, I'm saying like little vignettes of sketches, oh, even if they're okay. quick or not. Because again, guys, YouTube, YouTube, early late 2000s. Adult Swim, late 2000s. Well, Adult Swim was more like a channel devoted. I love Adult Swim. We're gonna let Lyle talk so about Lyle. Adult Lyle's Swim. like gone away. No, sorry. What I was saying was um. At the time in the late 2000s, I felt like the, 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 the way that we perceive sort of like sketch comedies or little shorts kind of changed because, okay, I'm taking it all the way back to like the early, to, like the maybe, maybe late 2000s. Like, do you remember like, you know, channels like Make Me Bad 35? Vaguely. Or, you know, Smosh? Smosh! Or FND Films? You know, all well, Smosh was a U- Smosh was YouTube exclusive. You want to talk about hit or miss? There was a lot more misses yeah, on these channels, yeah. and you know, seeing how like you know we're in this day and age of internet videos and all that, like Cody. all these are kind of like sketches mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, now it doesn't make anything. It does. It doesn't make the televisionized sketches anything special anymore. Now the whole wave now is like internet, and now you could, all you have to do is just be funny. And the death of this whole thing was actually very early Fred. with Fred. Fred. Thank you Fred. so much Fred. for fucking finishing my sentence because Just on the right Fred is a fucking hack. Fred fucks. Lucas Christian. So here we are, guys. We're in this weird situation where it's like we're... We can just throw up, you know, like any sort of sketch, but it can be just like, you know, professionally made. Like yeah. anybody can make it. Any production can make it. But there's not really a place anymore for sketch comedies that are on TV. And I think now, and I'm saying this right now, I'm taking a chug of my fucking drink and I'm going to say this right now. Okay. We need a show that cuts into the fucking bullshit that is today. Mm-hmm. I want a show that just taps into everything just make fun of fucking cancel culture make fun of fucking covid well remember make fun of fucking everything dude Chappelle did a whole special because you know Chappelle caught covid i know he got covid and you were but not stand up i'm talking about like i want i want sets i want a laugh track like a social like a social distancing sketch where some anti-masker fuck is like like Saturday Night Live is like walking on eggshells right now. Oh yeah, they're so lame. They're so fucking lame. Yeah. And when they do make, I, I guess, quote unquote, edgy joke, it's very like passive and it doesn't really hit. You well, know, me Andrews too. It's, it, it's it's very calculated Saturday Night Live. I mean, it's striving right now, but really, all that the selling point of Saturday Night Live right now is who's who's hosting, who's the musical guest. Ooh, oh, Anya Taylor Joy. Oh my. Oh my god. And uh, you know, uh, uh Billy Irish is is now, you know, the <laughs> Billy Irish. What's her name? Sorry. I don't fucking care. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Billy I Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um she's the musical guest. Like that's the highlight of Saturday Night Live now. It's like, but wait, what happened to the comedy? I like to laugh. It's like we live in real life. We get how much bullshit happens in real life. Can we all just laugh about it sometimes? Exaggerate it. Make it relatable. Blow it out of proportion. Please. I remember, Please. I remember the, you know, SNL, the David S. Pumpkins guy by Tom Hanks? Yeah, uh, have you ever heard of that sketch? Okay, okay. 
It's a sketch. It makes no damn sense. It's like it's like the uh, Tower of Terror, like you know, like the Haunted Mansion from Disneyland. Yes. Uh, it's like okay, so that was a shitty Eddie Murphy movie too. Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't mind it. Maybe I was in the right mood when I saw it, but I would. Okay. So Tom Hanks. <laughs> that was English. Okay. Okay. Let me finish my thoughts. So Tom Hanks. <laughs> Is dressed in the shitty pumpkin costume. <laughs> like, he's just got this suit. Like, hello, kids. My name is David S. Pumpkin. I will scare the hell out of you. And it's like, the music like, And I got so popular that SNL couldn't even quantify why it was funny, so they made an entire animated special about the character. Oh. Like, they try to capitalize on the humor, even though they didn't really understand why it worked in the first place. Tom Hanks himself was like, it was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my whole career, and people loved it. But, like... They don't know why. It's it all on YouTube? Or? It's on YouTube, yeah, I'll okay. send it to you. Yeah. All right, well, there's, there's one more show that I'll right, talk well, about let's today. Let's wrap this up. And why, I want to know, you guys can take your last little switch. We gotta right stop now. playing the game, like, half... Like an hour. I know. Fuck it. Whatever. Whatever. That's how. Like, oh, cops or ambulance. Whatever. Ambulance. Uh, People doing uh, their goddamn job. People doing their job. Okay. One more show. One more show. Guys, there's a little bit of hope. Well, not really hope. This show is just absolute. This show is just absolute random nonsense. That I'm like, I guess it does count as a sketch show. But Planet Sketch. No. Robot Chicken. No. I love Robot Chicken. Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. Uh... <laughs> Tim and Eric, I was wondering if someone was going to bring that up. Tim... Jane! Tim, like... It, it is such... It's almost art. Why? How, how random it is, and how much it just tickles me from how stupid it is. And it, I can't describe... It, this is actually a tough show to really pin down. Why it's like, what is it was the joke? invented by the Romans for orgies? And orgies are not too much fun if no one wants to do with you. They get, like, they get so many critical actors on here. My favorite is like John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Doctor Steve Brule. Favorite character of all. My time. favorite thing. I'm Doctor Steve Brule. What's yeah, another Brule rule for you? If you're raking the leaves and it gets all over your driveway, just hose it off, dummy. Just hose it off, dummy. <laughs> it's for your health. Let's go make some sandwiches. <laughs> when he's cooking. <laughs> uh, it's not so hard. I mean, you can just it is to adult people. swim. It is just like fire on all cylinders of just fucking nonsense to make you it, laugh. Well, I it's, love it because the entire aesthetic is like those... Fucking things that regular media rip on, like best of the worst. Yeah. Just stupid videotapes that you would find and self help. But they guides. play it so straight. That's do they? So do they? I feel like they just do whatever and but they, they edit the they fuck do, out. They of do me. whatever at playing it so straight, but while it is so random, it's, it, it, that's what I mean. It's so hard to pin down. It's so fucking hard to pin Look. down. What are ones that you know, Evan? Eric is a chronic masturbator. He masturbates all over his store. I mean, I just know that meme where he blows a guy away and it's like, how could, like, let's say, toxic masculinity blows away a guy. How could feminism do this? We need, or, or the, what, what about that one meme where it's like the mind blown that, <laughs> 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 it's like, 
Hey, it's a free house. Hey, it's free real estate. <laughs> it's, it's like you can just take your car and put it in the house. It's a free house. <laughs> oh, what about the lady? <laughs> Eric Warren. There's a lady who works in an office, and Tim Heidecker's his boss that she has a crush on, and Tim Heidecker's just horrible to her. It's like I'm gonna lose him. Freaking white. His awful green screen. And then, and then he's lost a single pound. Mission success! Intentional awful green screen. Oh, the green screen's freaking. So, oh, what about. This is what I do. I sit on you. Sit on Tim you. I, sit on you. This, this is what, what I do. I sit on you. Right on your lap. This is what I do. I sit on you. Sit on you. Sit on you. This is what I do. I sit on you. Right on your. Make my bubble bounce. You make my bubble bounce. I think I think it's so it's so pinnacle Adult Swim that like it's just like it's a it's a it's a uh, a milestone of Does that it channel. Is it the same editor as the Eric Andre show? Because I swear to God, the oh, style of humor is so similar. I remember I remember I had on the it was back when I was home with Windsor with Veronica and the Eric Andre show came on Adult Swim right after Rick and Morty and. For that 15 minutes, I'm just howling with laughter. And Veronica's just watching this, just like, she's so annoyed by it. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Veronica, my she's, Veronica wouldn't like it she's, either. She's just questioning my intelligence and my... Like, oh my god. So where are we going with this? We like <laughs> stupid things. Uh, I know, you know, guys, I, I, I think we ended up, uh, like, I, I hope you guys had a good time. Uh, yeah. We had a great had time. A cold shots. I mean, I mean I comedy, comedy, comedy sketch shows are filled with laughs, and I think... Every single one of us just had a huge laugh tonight. Oh my God, I was on the floor. <laughs> I was on the floor. This has been the craziest episode of Pop Talk, and I think this okay. is like a gem. You know what? Let's not make it a habit that we drink Cody. every single No, 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 no. Cody, this Cody, is, Cody. Okay, full disclosure. Not, not a reoccurring thing of getting drunk. Cody, no, I'm just Cody. This is all playing. I'm games. sorry, but there's one sketch comedy that I think you missed. Um, it has to do with like this little uh, four year old boy. It's like, I'm just a kid who's more each day I grows the more I like exploring. I'm Caillou. And every single no. episode of that show is Dead just die. him. <laughs> it's, just, it's, a, it's a sketch. You're com- a liar. It's a comedy about Dude. how this poor kid has behavioral issues and he, he just throws temper tantrums at everything he gets that he wants. No, Caillou, why... You're infecting my show with your goddamn bullshit. <laughs> How dare you? Stop! Stop fucking talking about Kanye. It's not. Oh, funny. you want to fucking oh, no, no. oh, geez. Okay. Well, uh, as these two, as these two do their uh, pillow fight right now. As these two continue with their pillow fight, I want to thank everybody for joining us on Pop Talk. Please subscribe to So To Speak and leave a like and drop a comment, and I will see you on the next one. I am the out, am I? See Spider Man No Way Home in theaters December 17th. Which has already come out, but, uh, anyways, um... Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! (laughs) Cue the guitar.